Hey guys, good to see you through the Bible school. There I am. Here I am. There you are. Woohoo! Good to see you, man. I'm so thankful that you're here. Let's get after this thing. All right. As you know, what we're doing here together is we're parting the Red Sea. Actually, Moses did it. God let him do it because we're experiencing Exodus together. And we're into chapter five, guys. Five Guys is one of my favorite restaurants, but that's not what I meant to say right there. That just slipped out of my head. <laughs> Experiencing Exodus, Moses, really cool guy. You're going to see that even today. All right, here we go. Segment number uno. Number one, what do we do? We do the doodle, right? Okay, so you guys got your doodlators and your doodladies ready to go? Just you and me's? I'm poetic today. All right, here we go. Let's review before we go too far, though, all right? Remember what we've covered so far. Chapter 1, does that look like a 1? The whip? Yep. Remember what happened? God's people were enslaved there in Egypt. Chapter 2, you see the little ripple in the water there? Yep. Moses gets born. Chapter 3, burning bush. Chapter 4, Moses, because he's in the basket. <laughs> he's no longer in the basket. He's a grown man at this particular point, but that reminds us of Moses. Moses gets his brother. What's his name? Come on. Aaron. Very good. Aaron. Well, guess what's going to happen in chapter 5? I thought Gabriel did a really good job. Those look like bricks, don't they? That's right. They do. And they're going to be bricks in our story. Pharaoh increases the workload of God's people. And we're going to find out in this story he's not going to be very nice to them at all. Because they're making bricks and stuff like that. All right. What we got to do now is we got to make some bricks. So let's uh, here kind of do some uh, rectangles here. Leave just a little bit of space in between them because that's the mortar. Then this one just kind of runs off the page there, but that's okay. It's all, right. it's all right. All right, now when you lay bricks, what you do is you offset the top one. All right, so the next one is going to be kind of to the middle. Start at the middle. It's not really at the middle, but I did my best. Middle to the middle of the next brick. Like that. You see how that works? All right, everybody get down. Now, what I've done here is I've made my brick a little longer, so I'm going to get him back here to the middle where he's supposed to be. Now, if you were, let's get this guy here, if you were to take and darken this end just a little bit, darken that end just a little bit, darken this end just a little bit, darken that end just a little bit, and darken this end just a little bit, the mortar area, guess what you got? <laughs> You got a five. Way to go, Gabriel. That's not half bad. So we've laid bricks this morning. We have created a five with a mortar in between our bricks. Aren't we something special? <laughs> I had a, a my uncle. Uh, he's, he's no longer with us, but my uncle was a professional bricklayer. He was really, really good. People all over the county wanted my Uncle Paul to lay brick for them. Anyhow, what happens in chapter five? Well, in chapter five, God's people are going to not be treated very nicely by Pharaoh. What he's going to do is he's going to increase their workload. Now, just so that this sticks in your brain, I don't want to get too much in there too fast, but what's going to happen is God's people were making bricks so that I guess they could build stuff, and Pharaoh says to them, because you're whining and wanting to go off into the wilderness to worship your God, I'm tired of that, and so I'll tell you what, I'm going to take away the straw. And so you're going to have to not only make the same number of bricks, but you're not going to have all the supplies. You're going to have to go gather the supplies on your own. He wasn't a nice guy. 
Remember, he didn't know Joseph, which means he didn't know God. He was not a nice guy. So in Exodus chapter 5, Pharaoh increases the workload of God's people. It's not a bad five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, if I were to ask you questions over segment number one, I would ask you these two particular questions. Number one, what is the theme of Exodus chapter 5? Pharaoh increases the workload of God's people, right? And then, can you doodle the picture? Obviously, you can. <laughs> now, it's really kind of bugging me that this five, see, I've got my five. This, see, it's a little long. How's that? Is that a little bit better? Yeah, that's a little bit better. I had too much five going on there. <laughs> Not a bad five. All right, let's be silly. You ready? Me too. I <laughs> love my little llama, buddy. All right, what is the scariest kind of plant? Well, I got to be honest with you. I'm afraid of poison ivy, poison oak. And what's that big thing over in Africa or somewhere South America? It's like a big plant that it eats things. <laughs> I don't want that. I'm scared of that one, too. What is the scariest kind of plant? Well, the scariest kind of plant is a bamboo. <laughs> yes, bamboo. Is that scary? <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot to put the bam in there. Bamboo. <laughs> See how scary that is? That's the scariest kind of plant. Bamboo. All right, guys, segment number two. In the dose segment, we're going to make a memory. Stick it right in the old brain there and make her just hang around there for a while. All right. Here's the memory that we're going to make. Oh, I've got to get my head out of the way. Wait, wait for Moses, though. Love it how he parts the Red Sea every time. All you have to do is say each line five times. That's what old Moses is saying. So you step over here, and here's our little memory verse. It's not that long. You shall no longer. Say it five times. You shall no longer. 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 That's a little bit hard to say, but anyhow. I think you got it stuck in your head. Now, let me say something to folks uh, who are working with even younger children. One of the things that I think you should do with your memory verse is don't make them memorize the whole thing, but maybe just one line of the, of the, the or even come up with maybe a summation of the passage in your own words so that they, they get the thought. That way they can participate, they can enjoy, but they're not required, as some of the older children, to remember the whole thing, okay? You shall no longer. <laughs> That's number six. We've said it six times. I bet you got the first line, don't you? Well, remember, second thing you can do is if you can't remember it that way, you can write it on a sticky note and then leave blanks. Put that sticky note all over the place, and that way, and by the way, I, I come up with another idea. You don't even have to make a bunch of sticky notes. Make one sticky note, but every time you fill in the blanks, you got to take the sticky note and move it to another place in the house. <laughs> and that, so every time, and that by the time you get done, you know, so you're going to know it. You shall no longer be without understanding because you'll know it. <laughs> oh, let's be silly. After this one, sorry, I got a review first. I forgot how we do this thing. Segment number two, test preparation. Here's the way to prepare for the final test. What was it that people were no longer given in order to make the bricks? I already told you that in the opening. What were they no longer given? Can you quote the memory verse? All right. Now let's be silly. Got our geese friends here hanging around. What is black and white and looks like a penguin? I was laying, or not laying, I was sitting in the hospital room with my dad, who's up there because he got pneumonia uh, yesterday, and 
all of a sudden this thing comes on a nature planet or something like that and it was penguins <laughs> but they had put a a miniature toy penguin in with the real penguins I don't know why it didn't the show didn't even tell us why they did that but they did so I've got penguins on the brain <laughs> what is black and white and looks like a penguin his brother <laughs> pretty good you gotta admit <laughs> what looks like a penguin his brother or his sister or his mom or his great-grandpa <laughs> oh that's too funny uh, sometimes I laugh at myself because I'm silly watch it I love this oh there he is right there we need to give the guy a name Henry Henry seems to be a good name how about Henry doing the pondering Henry doing the hum, Henry hum, <laughs> as he ponders a passage. Here's the passage that we're going to explore this fine day. Oh, we got my head in the wrong spot again. There's our little picture that Gabriel drew us. All right, but here's the passage we want to talk about. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, Hey, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. So, remember, Moses is now in Egypt. He brought Aaron, his brother, along with him, and they're talking to Pharaoh, and they're saying, look, here's the deal. God says, let my people go off into the wilderness for three days, and uh, then we're going to hold this feast. And uh, so that's that's what he's saying. But Pharaoh said, hold it. Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let, the, and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and moreover, I will not let Israel go. Very important statement. He said, I don't even know this God that you're talking about. And so I don't submit to him. He doesn't have authority over me. And I am not letting those people go. Probably was worried that they'd never come back. Remember, this is his, his workforce. These are all of his slaves that he's going to do bad stuff to here in just a moment, okay? So uh, then we move on down here. The God of the Hebrews has met with us. That's what Moses and Aaron say. God said, hey, listen, please, they're told us to tell you, let us go three days into the journey, a three days journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And so Moses and Aaron say, look, if, we, if you don't let this happen, bad things are going to come about. Specifically, pestilence and the sword. The, the, the threat is that, you know, really bad stuff is going to happen if you don't let us go off into the wilderness, a three days journey, and have this uh, this time to worship God. But the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people away from their work? Get back to your burdens. Then Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens. I got a really good workforce here, and you're, you're giving them time off? I don't like it. The same day Pharaoh commanded the task, task masters of the people and their foremen, you shall no longer give the people straw to make the bricks as in the past, let them go and gather the straw for themselves. And so that's the way he's going to increase their workload. They're not only going to have to keep up with the same number of bricks, but now they got to go find straw. Straw is what they would mix in so that it would make the, the mortar stronger, okay? But the number of bricks that they made in the past, you shall impose on them. You shall by no means reduce it. So even though they now have to do half the process, go gather all the, 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 the materials as far as the straw is concerned, They've got to gather that and make the bricks. Don't reduce the number. they got to keep up with the same number of bricks. Really mean guy. For their idol. He says, the reason we're going to do this is because I think they're lazy. 
They want to go off and worship their God. Now, make them work harder. Therefore, they cry, let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. Let heavier work be laid on the men that they may labor at it and pay no regard to lying words. And so the last thing he says is, they're lying. And uh, he, he doesn't trust their testimony that God has said, come off into the wilderness to worship me. They're just lying. They're trying to get out of work. They're lazy. And so you don't listen to them. In fact, we're going to make their work harder. That is what the old mean Pharaoh, who's the king of Egypt, did to God's people. So in Exodus chapter 5, he's going to increase their workload. So if I were to test you over that segment of material, here are the five questions that I would ask of you. They will be on your final test. I'm just telling you because I know, because I made up the final test. <laughs> it's time for water. Oh, that's so good. I love water so much. All right. Did you get it? We're fixing to be silly. Did you get it? All right. love this little lady in her hat. There she is in her little hat and her little lemon. She asked this question today. What is the scariest type of an injury? I've had some pretty scary injuries. I cut my finger real bad one time. And, and one time I, I, my dad accidentally was, he was doing, I, well, it's really my fault. My dad was doing some work and I came up behind him and he told me, don't get over here because this is dangerous work. And I got something right in the side of my head. And it was kind of, I've had some dangerous injuries, kind of some scary things happen in my life. Yeah. How about you? You have any scary injuries? Well, this little girl would like to know, what's the scariest kind of an injury? Well, it's a boo, boo, <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> I'm into boo-boos today. <laughs> that other joke remember is a boo, too. Uh, anyhow, a boo-boo. Yeah, that's the scariest type of an injury because it's boo, boo. <laughs> okay. All right, segment number four. In the fourth segment, we apply the why. Boing, boing. <laughs> that's where we say to ourselves, okay, chapter five said a lot of good stuff, but what does it mean to me? Well, I'm going to tell you. In chapter 5, we find these words. Therefore, they cry, let us go and offer sacrifices to the God. Let their, excuse me, let heavier work be laid on the men that they may labor at it and pay no attention or no regard to lying words. Um, it seems like through this entire part of the passage that Moses or, uh, Pharaoh is saying to Moses and Aaron, you guys are lazy. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever have someone tell you that you're lazy, even though you're really very tired? That's what's going to happen in this passage. If you read later on, the people are going to come to Moses and Aaron and say, what in the world, guys? <laughs> You've made things worse on us. We're whooped. We're so tired, and now we got to gather our own straw, too. Here's the question you got to answer, though. How do you know if someone is really tired or if they're just being lazy and making excuses? That's a tough one. How do you know if somebody is really tired or they're just lazy, and they're making excuses so they don't have to do the work. How do you know? What I need you to do is I need you to answer that question. Now, again, short answer. I don't need more than a couple sentences. How do you know if a person is really tired or they're just lazy? And they're just making a bunch of excuses. How do you know? How do you know? Write me a couple sentences. Let me know. That's the fourth segment. Now we go into the 
silly-hatted fella. What did the salad say to the disappointing child? The salad had a disappointing child, and these parents are speaking to their disappointing child. And the salad said something. What did the salads say to their disappointing child? Well, they said, you let us down. <laughs> Get it? Lettuce. That's not the way you spell lettuce. Well, it is the way you spell lettuce, but it's not the lettuce that you're thinking. Lettuce. L-E-T apostrophe S. Or lettuce as in the stuff that you eat in a salad. So the salad parents say to their child, you let us down. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, you're so silly. All right. That brings us to segment number five. And we all know that we love testing. So <laughs> that little guy, he just oh, got his dinosaur by a neck hold there, you know, his stranglehold. Uh, do we really have to have a test? Yes, we do. And you should not be feeling crazy bad about it because you're so smart. You know these answers. Watch. Let me. I'm just going to show you the questions ahead of time. Are you ready? Here we go. There they are, right there. Test number five. Oh, dear. We've got to take down our bricks. All right. Now that the bricks are gone, you got all the questions. They're right there in your, right there. Right here is where the questions are. <laughs> so look at them. Read them. Focus. Meditate. Put them in your brain. I've even given you any references that you can look them up if you don't know the answer, but I bet you already do. What's the theme of Exodus chapter 5? Can you doodle it? See that? You already got the first two questions. I don't know why people dread the final test. It's such a wonderful time to validate the fact that you're smart. And I believe in you. Look. My comical character says the same thing. <laughs> so you got this. All right, moms and dads. I'm going to stand here really cute so you can take a picture. It's what do you call it? A screen screenshot of this so that you can have it ready for your final test. You ready? Here we go. Did you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> well, there it is. All right, guys. I just want you to know I love you and I appreciate you. Thanks for being with me. Man, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And if you thought it was as fun as I, much as I thought it was fun, maybe you'd be willing to help us support our mission so we can continue to send this out across the world for all kinds of people to use. Please? <laughs>